With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures of Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm here with our next guest, who I'm very excited about. He's got some badass new music, so I'd like to welcome to his show, Joel Hoekstra. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. Hey, my pleasure, totally. And it always amazes me when somebody like you has been a musician for so long, and you can still come out with some new, fresh-type music. And it, like, it just amazes me that, you know... I just think of how much somebody does over a career, and it's like must get harder and harder to come up with new material. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is really, as far as my own solo project goes, this is only the second one. I have three instrumental albums that I put out just under my own name years ago, too. So this is only the second one. So I don't feel like I've completely worn out my ideas <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. But yeah, I've been playing for a long time, so I think that all counts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, I've been at it a long time, man, for sure. I mean, put it, put it this way. I could rewrite the same song at this point and probably not know it and go like, oh, gosh, you know, maybe maybe I wrote that one 30 years ago. I don't know. Anyway, but I, yeah, yeah, you just keep, keep going and, and hope for the best, man. I'm just excited to see in the light of day. There you go. And that's funny because I didn't think of that, too. It's like... You know, you could write like the same song again and not even realize it, you know, because <laughs> because it's like just in your head and you're probably like, man, where do I know that riff from? <laughs> yeah, I feel like the chords need to go here because that's what sounds familiar to me. Yeah, <laughs> because I've written it 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Could happen. So you got a pretty cool all-star lineup that you put together for this album. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, thanks so much. I mean, it's the follow-up to Dying to Live, which I released under the name Joel Hooks Just 13 in 2015. 
right? So same lineup is back. It's Vinny Abbasi uh, from Black Sabbath and Dio on drums and Tony Franklin from Blue Murder and the Firm on bass and Russell Allen from Symphony X on vocals and Derek Sherinian, who, I mean, name a band, I guess, uh, uh, <laughs> Dream Theater, I guess he's, he's kind of known for nowadays, Sons of Apollo on keyboards and Jeff Scott Soto on background vocals and Jeff's, you know, played with everybody. So great group of guys, great, very talented classic rock musicians. Uh, so thrilled to have them. And then you had some cool special guests on this album too, correct? Yeah, absolutely. There's uh, Lenny Castro um, from Toto played percussion on the title track, and along with some strings from my friend Dave Egger, who he does arrangements for everybody, a lot of the big pop acts these days. Um, and uh, Katie Kresik, who I, I think is really kind of known for playing with Adele these days, but she's she's done a million gigs as well. Um, and my friend Chloe Lowry sang on the title track. So uh, uh, some people are just on a song or two. But outside of that, that the lineup I listed earlier, they're they're basically every track. So you know, and the first thing I thought of that went into my head, you know, familiarity with the album name Running Games immediately jumped in my head to Hunger Games. <laughs> so oh wow, yeah, that's the first time that I actually made that association. Oddly enough, see that. So maybe if they come out with another Hunger Games movie, like you know, your songs could be in the soundtrack. <laughs> It could be. You never know, man. I never rule anything out. Uh, one thing I've learned about the music business is uh, strange things can happen that you never see coming. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Like, you know, it's funny you should say that because I think back, I was watching this band when I was in high school at Westlake High in the gymnasium. Their name was Oingo Boingo. And <laughs> most people today don't realize the lead singer is probably the biggest composer like there is, you know, with Batman and the Simpsons and stuff. Like, when mm -hmm. I was sitting there in the gymnasium, I would have never imagined it either. <laughs> you know, and, and it's the same with, like, going back to, like, the 80s and metal and, like, some of the stuff that became, you know, what it is today. You just never would have imagined it. Like, you just never know in this business. You never know, man. I mean, my big examples that I always give about where life can take you is, you know, I was an 11-year-old, uh, practicing Black Sabbath and ACDC songs, and somehow I ended up uh, in Cher's band, or I ended up on Broadway playing in a, <laughs> a show. I mean, it's just like stuff that you go like, wait a minute, what? Like, strange. I mean, I, I never would have been 11 years old going, someday I'm going to be on Broadway. That's certainly, so I guess that just shows not to be too specific with your goals, but just to work hard and uh, keep all avenues open and let life kind of take you places that you're meant to be. There you go. What was it like being on Broadway? Because that's like a different animal from, uh, you know, playing music the way you do now. Yeah, Rock of Ages uh, was a real blessing for me. I mean, that that era of being able to do that show for over six years and um, have the ability to take off when I needed to, to still tour with Night Ranger in that, that time, at that time, geez, speak English at all, and uh, Trans-Siberian <laughs> Orchestra, uh, really, that was a, that, that era really changed my life. I kind of went from the beginning of that being the struggling musician type to a guy who people kind of knew who I was and had some money in the bank and, you know, feeling like, hey, there's a, I might actually be able to do this. <laughs> yeah, go figure when you're like a teenager and you're just playing so you can get laid and party. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think I just play because, uh, you know, music was in my family and in my blood and it just kind of became my escape from everything, you know. I just, I really dug just um, 
digging in on all the rock stuff because I don't know, man. It just it felt like a good escape from uh, reality, right? Just go yeah. home, shut the door, rock out on my guitar all night, and and I was having a lot of fun doing that. Oh yeah, music's the greatest escape, the greatest therapy. And I've been saying re- recently, man, we should just we should just take everybody and throw them into one big rock show, and we could solve all the problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some I I think I posted the other day just because I posted a picture of me rocking out and I was like, surely rock is the answer to all of our problems. I mean, I said it totally tongue in cheek, but um, <laughs> at the same time, it sort of feels like the best thing that there could possibly be right now. <laughs> it is like, too. You know, a show would be that might just save the world somehow. The show that saved the world. Right? There, there you go. It's true too because think about it, when you like when you're at a festival, you know. It's just like everybody's just one big family there and there's no arguing, there's no sides. It's just let's just all be a big family and enjoy the music. Yeah, man. There's definitely uh <laughs> all this social distancing. I think we're we're missing a lot of that uh that uh magic, right? That all these live performances can bring to our lives. So uh I mean, you know, I'm not sitting around like dying for it to come back or, you know, I'm I'm just staying really busy and doing the best I can with everything that's going on. But certainly I miss it, man. I mean, it's really hard to be getting paid to travel the world and play for thousands of people. I mean, that's not such a bad life. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> and, and I got to tell you, in listening to your music on the new album and, and just in general, you know, it's funny because you got Vinny from Dio, but your singer sounds remarkably like Dio. Like, it's amazing. He's capable of that, and he's he's got a few other uh, tricks up his sleeve as well, man. I mean, he's he can really sing a lot of different things. Russ, he's um, he's an amazing singer. I mean, definitely one of the best rock singers in the world. So um, thrilled to have him. He's a friend of mine too. We've been touring together in Trans-Siberian Orchestra for the last five, six years now or something like that. So we're pretty much on the road together two months out every year. And um, so it's, it's always great to have him. He's, he's a good buddy. And um, yeah, I mean, awesome singer. So tell, tell our listeners a little bit about the album, you know, if they haven't heard you before and, you know, haven't heard this music, you know, what would you say to them to entice them to come check you out and listen? You know, it's just old school classic rock, like late 70s, early 80s kind of vibe, melodic hard rock. I'd say uh, Dio-ish at its heaviest and Foreigner-ish at its lightest is the best way to describe it, I think, for people. So if that's your cup of tea, then this album is for you, man. I mean, it's all about the songs, despite the fact I'm a guitar player putting it out. It's not. It's not all about the guitar solos and showing off and playing a million miles an hour. This for me is really the opportunity to write everything. So I get the opportunity to write the guitar riffs and the uh, lyrics and the vocal melodies and everything. So that's really what I um, have the best time doing that and and being the guy who gets to call the shots on the mix and everything like that. So I I really just try and give, trying to give people a good solid old school rock album to listen to uh, more than anything. And it definitely is that for sure. Like it, you know, I was like, you know, that is something I've been missing lately is, but there is a resurgence. So like I listened to your album and I'm like, Oh, that brings me back to when musicians were musicians and like the music wasn't just this formula. It was, you know, an experience and it was just good rock and roll. Oh, thank you very much. Um, 
yeah, I mean, there's not much beyond that. I'm not trying to do like a crazy progressive album or prove anything about skills or anything like that. It's just kind of let the players do their thing on the album. So like I said, I write everything, but my production style with all these great players is very hands off. You know, I just let them do their thing. Like here it is, play whatever you want. And that's going to be what's on the record. So uh, that way everybody feels inspired creatively, even though I'm the guy that's writing the material. And what is it like to do pretty much, you know, all the jobs in respect of you're doing the production, you're doing the writing, you're, you're playing, you're doing it all. What's it like to do all that? Cause not everybody can do that. You know, people have like different things that they're good at, but it seems like you're good at all three of those. Um, Oh, thanks. I mean, I love being a part of the bands that I'm in and playing my role in those things too. So I'm not like one of these guys that's, you know, um, always want to be a hundred percent in charge quite the opposite really i mean it's just fun every once in a while to have that opportunity and that's what these albums provide for me so uh you know i, I totally dig working on stuff collectively with a band too and, and that collaborative process as well so um it, it's it's apples and oranges well i love hearing stuff like that too because like when you're talking all i hear is no ego and uh, I always find the most talented people, no ego, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I think if you're, if you're smart about music, that means you understand it's infinite and we all have a whole lot to be better at. So yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think I've been at this long enough that it's more about like trying to be, um, just do the best I can with my life more than it is like, you know, trying to, trying to prove something, uh, far as guitar goes i mean let's face it life is more than a talent contest right yeah so i I do the best i can with this stuff i mean i love it don't get me wrong it's definitely like you know my soul and and um it's for me it's an artistic outlet and it's something that i want to um, just leave i guess for the story of my life and have a little bit of a legacy beyond a guy who had some gigs right yeah there you go And, and speaking of that you know so when you're like 90 years old and you had you were going to tell one story, good or bad, in your whole musical journey. Is what one would you pick out to tell? Because there's probably a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's it's really tough to do that. The, I know. <laughs> um, a music career, at least like mine, where I came from, and and my story is just a series of small steps. Right there was there was no like. Hey, one day I was walking down the street and this dude in a limo said, Hey, and I hope you're going to give you $10 million, record whatever you want. And, you know, your life changes. It, it's really <laughs> been kind of like grind and grind and grind and grind and grind. And then all these opportunities come up and you just, I mean, the best, best thing I can tell people is just to do the best, the best you can at every turn in life and try not to be so specific about life goals. Don't say like, my goal is to be in this band and that's it because it life doesn't always work out that way. You're going to be disappointed. You know, best thing you can do is just work hard, put in the work and good things will happen, but you have to remain open to, I think all the different possibilities. You're so right. I'm also a motivational speaker. So I'm big into the goals thing. But one of the things that I teach is, you know, you have to be flexible with your goals because you know, the road changes as you're, as you're going through life. So you have to you have to make the changes along with the changes in the road. Yeah, absolutely, man. I I 100% agree, and I I think as as long as um, 
my, my whole thing, my whole philosophy is just be productive every day. That's what I roll with. And, and so I think you have to break it down into smaller increments. You can't look at it like, here's where I want to be in five years. I don't really do that stuff. I'm more of like a short-term guy. I go like, all right, what am I doing today that's going to move me forward and, and make sure that I'm not just sitting around? Um, because that's a just a terrible habit to be in, not moving forward, especially to make it in a business like music where – I mean, it's next to impossible. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You really have to put in a lot of work to do it. And it's getting harder. These days. I mean, I really feel for the young kids right now. Yeah, you know, I, I think about it like, first of all, with the fact that it's so easy for just anybody to put music out there. Like, I, I feel like there's a, even a lot more competition. And then, you know, the fact that these kids, they have to work so hard to you know do multiple jobs instead of just playing you know like i mean the the addition of social media i mean that's a full-time job in and of itself and you know bands having to do that i'm like when do they even have to find the time to do that between touring making you like nobody has any time anymore i think that's the only blessing of this pandemic is it gave people a chance to to slow down a little bit and not be going 24 7. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it definitely changed things for me. I'm just as busy as ever, but in a totally different way. Uh, for me, it's, uh, that whole part of moving forward was just kind of like redefining how I'm going to stay busy and, and make sure that I'm productive during this time. I just didn't want to turn into one of the musicians that's sitting around going, Oh, just, you know, hanging out, waiting for touring to restart. You know, it's like, that's just not, at the end of the day, being a musician is about more than touring. So you just have to be able to continue to, to one way or another, be putting in the time and making sure you're moving forward. Oh, yeah. I've been saying a lot that some of the best music we'll ever have in history is going to come from this time because uh, I think this time allows the creative juices to start back up and flow again. I think when we were going 24-7, it's, you know, it's kind of hard to get those creative juices flowing you know, you're doing bits and pieces when you can squeeze the time in, whereas you can actually sit and like kind of really create some of the best music ever, which is, I think, what you did here with uh, Running Games. Oh, thank you so much. I totally appreciate that. That's that's amazing. And it drops on the 12th. Are there drops. Ra- February 12th. I can't believe it. Finally. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> are Are there pre-orders now? Yeah, there's pre-orders uh, now. I think they can just go to my website and find that link, but certainly you could do a search. Yeah, you could go to uh, Amazon, Apple Music, whatever, you know. And so the, your website is joelhoekstra.com. That's H-O-E-K-S-T-R-A. And you're also joelhoekstra13 on Instagram and on Facebook. Is there anything, any other connections you want to tell the people how they can connect with you or get your music or get merch or any of that stuff. No, that'll do it. I mean, if they hit head to my dot com, they can go to the merch store. They can click over to any of my social media stuff from there. So that'll, that'll do it. I do hit most of them. Though. I'm on Twitter too and whatever. Uh, so yeah, feel free to hit me up. Nice. Well, can't wait. Badass music. Uh, and uh, I know people are going to love it. It is like just some really, really good rock and roll and heavy music that has a lot of melody to it and uh it's definitely people are going to love it for sure so they have i'm urging my listeners to check it out 
You have any uh, final words you want to leave our listeners with, something maybe we didn't cover yet that you think they should know? Um, no, I mean, that, that pretty much covers it. But, I mean, th- just thanks for the support. Thanks for uh, anybody who streams a song or buys an album or comes to a show. And uh, it's allowed me to get this far, live in my dream in life, and that's awesome. So hopefully I can make it all the way to the finish line. I think you Unintended. will. I think you will. (laughs) Uh, And uh, yeah, so thanks for the great music. Thanks for being on the Adventures of Pipe Man. Awesome. Thanks so much, brother. I appreciate your time. Hey, everybody. This is Joel Hookster of Whitesnake, and you're listening to The Pipe Man on W4CY Radio. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio.